0: Hello, welcome to a special episode of Chosen by Committee, the podcast where we read through every Pulitzer Prize winning play, so 1918, so you don't have to, or perhaps you'll join us. Today we are going to have a scene being read from Pulitzer Prize winning play They Knew What They Wanted, um, being read by Mateo Scamal and Lee Minora. Um, In this, we have um, an encounter... Uh, with two characters who have only met briefly, but are planning to get married in the Napa Valley around San Francisco in the early
1: 1900s. I ain't sorry they went. I think they ought to have done it sooner and left us to get acquainted. They got me all fussed up staring that way. I just couldn't think of what to say next. (laughs) A girl gets kind of fussed up, coming off like this to marry a man she ain't never seen. I was a mile up in the air. I I guess I must have sounded kind of fresh. I wouldn't want you to think I was fresh. I didn't. I'm glad no. you didn't. You know, I like it up here already. You got it fixed up so cute. <gasps> and that. It was awful nice of you to think of that. And the view. Is them all vines? Yeah. It certainly is a pretty sight. Coming up here, I could taste the wind way down inside me. It made me think of where I used to live. Where was that? In the Santa Clara.
0: You know, I wrote you. Oh, yeah, in the Santa Clara, I forgot.
1: We had a big place in the Santa Clara. Prunes and apricots, 90 acres in prunes and 50 in apricots. I guess I'll sit down. There ought to have been good money in prunes and apricots, but the prunes didn't do so good, and the apricots got the leaf curl.
0: You're quite a farmer.
1: My old man was, but he got to
0: drinking. That's bad.
1: So we lost it after my mother died. But I used to love it there. In the spring, when the blossoms was out, I used to climb up the windmill at night when there was a moon. Oh, you never saw such a pretty sight as them blossoms in the moonlight. You could see for miles and miles all around. For miles and miles. It
0: must have been pretty.
1: Uh, Ever been in Santa Clara?
0: Ah, sure. I worked there before I come here.
1: Where did you work?
0: Near Mountain View. Forget the guy's name.
1: I went to school in Mountain View. Our place was near there. Ever know Father O'Donnell?
0: Mm, no.
1: Oh, thought you might have been a Catholic and all.
0: I was an organizer for the Wobblies. The Wobblies? I-W-W.
1: Say, you ain't one of them.
0: I used to be.
1: I'm sure am glad you gave that up. You don't talk one bit like an Italian.
0: I ain't. Only by descent. I was born in Frisco.
1: Oh, in Frisco. I see. I'm Swiss by descent myself. My father was born in Switzerland, and my grandfather on my mother's side, he was born there too. I don't know what that makes me. Swiss cheese, I guess. Our old house in the Santa Clara was bigger than this one, but it wasn't near so pretty. I must say you keep this house nice and clean for having no woman around. Our house got awful dirty toward the end. You see, my mother got to drink it too. Hard stuff, hmm. you know. I ain't got nothing against beer or vino, but the hard stuff don't do nobody any good. That's how uh, you stand on prohibition?
0: Sure, I guess so.
1: Oh, I'm glad to hear that, I sure am. I don't want no more experience with the hard stuff. That certainly is some view. Got the Santa Clara beat a mile. The Santa is so flat, you couldn't get no view at all unless you climbed up on that windmill, like I told you about. Our old house had a cellar. Has this house got a cellar?
0: Sure it has, uh, underneath the whole house.
1: I used to hide in our cellar when things got too rough upstairs. You could hear the feet running around over your head, but they never came down in the cellar after me because there was a ladder. And when you're that way, you don't care much for ladders. They always took it out on me. Did they? Yeah. I always had the cellar, though. I used to play down there, hot days, it smelled like apricots.
0: Hm. Our cellar smells like hell. It's full of vino. Uh,
1: that's a nice, clean smell. It's sour, but it's healthy.
0: <laughs> you're a regular wop, ain't you?
1: Oh Well, after two years in the spaghetti joint, I like Italians. They always left me alone. Guess it wouldn't have done them much good getting fresh with me at that. Who say, <laughs> I'm getting pretty confidential.
0: Go right ahead. Oh, all right. I
1: guess I ain't got much reason for being shy with you at that. I wouldn't never have said I was going to marry an Italian, though. <laughs> but I guess I just jumped at the chance. I got so tired of things. Oh, everything. I used to think I just couldn't keep it on any longer.
0: Poor kid.
1: Oh, I usually know which side my bread's buttered on. I just said to myself, he looks all right, and I like the country. And anyway, it can't be no worse than this. And I said, why shouldn't I take a chance? He's taken just as much of a chance on me as I am on him.
0: That's fair enough. Sure
1: is. And maybe I had not to say it. But when I come in here and see all you done, fixing things up for the wedding and all, and looked out the window and smelt that wind, I said to myself, I said... Amy, you old kid, you're in gravy. Now what do you think of that for an admission?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're dead right. That's just what I said when I come here. I only intended to stay a few days. I'm that way, see? I've been going on five months now. Is that all? It's the longest I ever stayed in any one place since I was old enough to dress myself. You have been a rover. I've been all over with the Wobblies, you see. Before I come here, that is. What did you used to do? Cherries and hops, melons down the imperial and oranges down south and the railroad at the old oil fields before I come here. When I come here, I just stayed. Maybe I was getting tired of bumming. Now I'm tired of this, but I don't mind.
1: Well, don't get too tired of it. I'm not a bit strong for moving myself. I had all I wanted that in my time.
0: I guess you have.
1: Wonder what you think of me coming all the way up here like I did, all by myself. To marry a man I ain't never seen, only his photograph.
0: Well, oh, you couldn't have picked a better man.
1: Say, don't get swell-headed, will you?
0: <laughs> oh, me?
1: Oh, no, nobody. I hope you're right, that's all. And I guess you are right at that. And believe me, if I thought this wasn't a permanent offer, I wouldn't be here. I mean business. I hope you do. Me? Well, I certainly ain't referring to that guy over there.
0: Well, say, who do you
1: think, uh... Don't get sore. The minute I came in, I knew I was all right. I am. Why, I just feel as comfortable as if we was old friends. There don't seem to be anything strange in me being here like I am. Not now, anyhow. It just goes to show you, you never can tell how things is going to turn out. Why, if a fortune teller had told me that I would come up here like I did, do you know what I would have said? I would have said, you're no fortune teller. Life sure is funny, though. It's lucky for me I can say that now and laugh when I say it. I ain't always been so good at laughing. I guess we'll get used to each other in time. Don't you think we will, Tony? Tony? Say, I ain't... Oh,
0: Jesus! Jesus!